with Kim Gravel. Yeah. Kim Gravel here with another amazing, incredible, interesting episode, Zach. I love that you're using words that are not great. I'm telling well, you, great. they're got, great words, but they're great words, but you know, they get a little redundant, but this one truly is very, very interesting. We are talking about anti-aging. We have Dr. Ken Boo. He is a master when it comes to talking about like anti-aging. Although Zach, you're probably not dealing with any of that right now, but I am on the anti-aging like bandwagon. I'm feeling older. I mean, like I'm, you know, <laughs> you turn 35 and you start to oh. feel a little bit older, right? Okay. All right. 35. Yes. I mean, you do. You start realizing, oh, I'm five years from 40, you know, but I just turned 50. So I'm there. I'm full on. And he is an expert. You know, he is a professor at UCLA. Okay. So he's a smarty. Yeah. Um, he is the founder of the Longevity and Performance Clinic. I love the name of that. Longevity. Do we want to say like anti-aging or do we want to say we're talking about longevity life of life yeah i no. like that i think that sounds that definitely like that. brings it up a notch i mean he he's uh, human optimization i love that he has is a book thrive state you got to get that an amazing amazing wealth of knowledge and fun too like he doesn't take himself too seriously so he's my kind of doctor so dr vu is going to tell us how to you know age gracefully and build up our longevity and after that I want you and I to talk about Zach. Are we going to live forever? Can we live forever? And if you could, would you want to? That's a really good question. I don't know. I've got a lot to say about that. But before we even begin all of that, I saw a picture that you texted me yesterday. Your sweet little girl. She was going off to pre-K. Zach, you have a school-age child. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting, Kim. I... Honestly, I'm starting to feel old because, like, I got kids in school. <laughs> We're doing episode. like the school drop-off thing now, so like, I, I we gotta go like drive in a long line of cars. And, oh, like, that's stressful. That uh, is so flipping stressful. But I love that age because they love to go to school and learn. Yeah, yeah, right? They, yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, school! Ah, bus, ah. Now I have a ninth grader who's like, oh, he's not good at school. You know you. He's like, it's school is torture. School means nothing. This is, you know, I don't, clearly he's not an overachiever in that area. <laughs> Maybe some of everyone listening, they have overachiever students, but, but my ninth grader's just like, I don't want to go. So last night we we're in there and um, I said, okay, let's get out your biology notes. You have your first test. What notes? I said, what do you mean? What notes? I said, where's your biology book? What book? I'm like, dude, what the crap do y'all do in biology? He goes, well, basically, we just sit and chit-chat, and about the last five minutes, she teaches. Now, let me just say, that's a total lie. What teacher in the ninth grade who is an AP biology teacher by trade, okay, is not giving a textbook or notes or teaching anything until the last five minutes of class? Do you think I'm a fool? <laughs> Honestly, I would not <laughs> want to be one of your kids, Kim. No, it's great. Ninth grade has been going good. So we both have monumental, like, you have, you have the pre-K. First school ever, first time was yeah. school, and I have the first high school experience. So, and oh. like homecoming's coming, and he's like, you know, and so girls. Oh, does he have mm -hmm. a girlfriend? I think he's got someone, you know, that they talk to. Of course, I'm that parent, though. I'm helicopter mom meets tiger mom meets, you know, all up in your grill mom. I mean, like, he gets away <laughs> with nothing. Like, I'm on Snapchat, I'm on TikTok, I'm on. Instagram. I'm, I mean, I'm like, dun, 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 dun. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. I'm like an evil eye. I check his friends. 
I go to his friend's profile and I look at their crap. I ain't playing yeah. with that. I will cut you. <laughs> that is terrible. I'm awful. Uh, that's a parody, by the way. This is <laughs> this <laughs> is, is not, definitely not, not Kim <laughs> physically threatening no, uh, teenagers. No, I'm telling you, you have to really. I, I'll physically threaten my teenager. Forget other people's teenagers. I can't even keep up with my own. Oh my god! I tell you, if we don't fight for our kids and their education, and there, it's hard to raise children now. Everything's on display. Right. 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 They're taking naked pictures and is texting it back and forth and stuff. I'm just waiting to see that. You think that's going to happen? Oh, I hope not. I think they're getting <sighs> smarter about that. I honestly think kids, I, I think that there was like a generation that kind of grew up. It was the first, it was like a test case, right? Like, think about have it. Have you like, ever I, taken a naked selfie of yourself? Period. That's a question for you. No, I never have. Me neither. I don't believe you, Zach. I can tell by the look on your face. You've done it. Did you do it? Have you ever no. done it? No, I never have. I really haven't. But I have a friend who had one sent to her recently. Ooh. Yeah. So like a suit, like, so like a guy sent her. The guy like, sent her a picture of his private parts. And honestly, I don't get the attraction. I don't understand why. I, I just want all guys to know we don't really want to see that. It's not attractive to us. <laughs> <laughs> that does not turn us on. So I'm trying to. <laughs> all right. But different. I mean, right, so what? So what body parts of a guy would you want him to send? There's nothing. Well, I mean, like you know, I like the the feel of it. You know, like like if you take a nice, pretty shot with handsome shot with you know good lighting. I don't care to see your appendages. <laughs> Is that what you call it? I don't. That doesn't attract me yeah, yeah. at all. all right. Does sure. I mean? I I could see for guys it would be you know because you guys are so visual. But I just want to tell all the men out there listening or women. We don't want to see that. We no one cares. Like she's like, why did he send me this? And then she showed me. Yeah, it's impressive. It was impressive. I mean, I'm proud of you. You know, bravo. Yeah. I mean, he he took great. the right angle yeah. and everything to make it yeah. look optimal. But no, that was not a turn on. I don't know how we got here, Zach. How did we get here with that? I don't know how we got here. This we started with the back to school. We went to threatening teenagers, and now we're on to well. Uh, we're off just naked selfies. I think it's just because I'm in a teenage mode. Like now my mind has gone back to being my 15, 16 year old self. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, it's when a you've lot done it, oh, that's what I want to know, Kim. Okay, no. If, no. No. Are you sure? I was trying to be somebody and get through high school and, you know, move on with my life. No, I didn't. I was never a very sexual person like that. I mean, you know, I, had, I made out in the backseat of a car and what have you, but I never, I never was like pursuing, like, you know, boyfriends and sexual stuff. Oh, I, right. I was never into that. I didn't have time for that. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high-quality, chef-prepared, absolutely never frozen, and they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. 
Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, Zach. Our guest this week, I need him more than you need him. Okay. <laughs> you know, that seems to be a recurring role on the podcast. I'm like airing all my dirty laundry, all of my like mental breakdowns, my body breakdown, everything on this show. Thanks a lot, Zach. Look, Kim, your name is on the podcast, so this is all about your mental stuff. We don't even want to get into <laughs> mine. All right. Like there's just there's we don't not have enough, enough time, time for that, do we? No, it's like thing. No, I'm serious. It's like I'm I'm living my best life on this show. I'm getting free therapy. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm learning so much about you know like country music. I mean everything, everything I've got you know ever wanted to do. We're doing on this show, and this show, this actual guest is no exception. You know why? Okay. No, tell me why. So well, just real quick. I mean, I know you know how old I am because we've had that discussion several times. But how old do you think I look? Now, carefully choose your answer. Okay. So this is a trap. This I know is that. A total. I know like, this is a trap. Okay. I'm training you up as the way you should go with your wife for the future and your daughter. So how so old do you think I, I look? If I, if I, hold on, I'm just going to close my eyes and I'm going to okay. look. Okay. Like I saw you on the street. <laughs> 26. Okay. You're brilliant. You're a total right? liar, but you're brilliant. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm, t- I'm to the point, like I will buy the BS, right? I'm, 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 researching plastic surgery i am i am going down the botox lane no, I'm, I'm totally if I'm the doing... bartender i'm carding you i'm telling so you right i want to tell you really quick this funny funny story so i'm on tiktok or instagram one of those little things that i'm trying to stay cool and hip with all the kids and i saw this thing called the pucker upper okay okay it's this machine that you put on your lips because my lips, I used to have really juicy, thick, you know, beautiful, full lips. I know okay. it's hard to believe because I draw outside the lines of my lip liner. But I don't want to get injections and all that because I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out about it because I would end up like duck lips. But you just <laughs> suck on this thing. You put your lips in it and it sucks your lips and swells up your lips to make you look, you know, like younger, fuller lips. I'm there, Zach. I'm desperate. Okay. Okay. I have no res- I, I literally don't even know what to say to that. So just let's bring out our cat. So anytime we say pucker upper during this podcast, take a drink. Mm. <laughs> okay. Because our next guest is going to, is really going to help me and he's going to really educate you, but really help me and all of us listening that are trying to do the anti-aging thing. We're trying to have this optimal health. We're trying to you know, you know, really optimize our, you know, humanness. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're not bringing me into it because I'm clearly like the picture of optimal health. Okay. All right. Like I have like a full bag of chips next to me. I have, 
I wish I could do the wah, wah, wah. Oh, don't worry. I can do that. I can do, do it for me. I can do, do it. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah yourself. Pucker upper. Thank you. We need our guest who is here right now. Dr. Kian Vu. We're going to call him Dr. V. Welcome to the show. LOL. Hey, Dr. V. Hey, it's great to be here. I am looking forward to LOLing. <laughs> I just want to say, for those of you who cannot see Dr. V, he's so hot. Just saying. Wow. Okay. How old are you, Dr. V? I am 43. How old do you think I look, Dr. V? 27. <laughs> oh. I'm giving you snaps. I'm giving you snaps. No, right, okay. There you go. So you're going to tell us everything about anti-aging, you know, health optimization. You were a refugee. You have, you know, really experienced life. Yeah. Tell tell me how I can do this thing. How can I Benjamin button it? How can I age backwards? Can I? You definitely can. And it's just about waking up, actually. It's a matter of just waking up. Because what do you mean by that? Our DNA tells us exactly, they give us the instructions of how we should live our life. And we actually get a strand from mom, a strand from dad. And a lot of people think, all right, having this DNA is set in stone how my life or how my longevity right. will be. That's actually not the case. The fact of the matter is the DNA is this dynamic thing that constantly interacts with its environment. Now, when oh. you're born, I have a seven-year-old daughter or I have a seven-year-old uh, bonus daughter and I have a seven-month, <laughs> I have a seven-month-old oh, daughter. They're both seven. All right. And I look at them and I, I look at the, their childlike nature and who they are. Okay. And you know what? If they don't need something, if something's not hurting, there's this actual glow to them. Mm. Right. So our DNA actually encodes everything that we enjoy and everything about our, our authenticity, it's in our DNA. But as we go through life, we are told, um, mm. you know, as we're going up, hey, that's not going to be a career. That's not the gender you're supposed to like. This is not what you're supposed to be. And soon we start to tell ourselves the story that, you know, who I am, who I authentically am is not enough. And in fact, you know, coming over on a boat, I would spend eight months on a boat. Yeah. Um, you know, just docks outside Manila Bay, another three months in a Philippine refugee camp before I was, you know, sponsored to America by a Catholic church. And you would think a child going through those experiences, being the only infant to survive would be very grateful. But, you know, I really early, I got bused to a more affluent area for school and I was constantly being teased for being poor, for being an immigrant, for the holes in my hand-me-down clothes mm. my mom sent me to school with. And, you know, those, those things really sent a message to me. And it told me at the time that I cannot be who I am. I cannot have my own skin. And you know, I just remember just wanting to be someone else. Right? I wanted to be richer. I wanted to be taller. I wanted to be more white. I wanted to have a more American family. And that those negative energies made me create this shell that, you know, that, that held this energy of I'm not enough. And that kind of plagued me throughout my life. And so here's the thing is our DNA, you know, vibrates to a certain environment and, and energy. And it's all really, truly love. But we learn these things throughout life about how we eat, how we sleep, how we approach the world and how we become. And if you be, start becoming somebody that you're not meant to be, that doesn't match with your DNA, that brings about dissonance. All right. And your body starts to feel stressed. Guess what happens when you start to feel stressed? Well, people reach up and do stress, you know, handle stress very differently. Some will, will reach for food. Some will reach for Porn, some will reach for cigarettes, right? And you pick up these bad habits, and those bad habits eventually turn you into somebody you're not. And that's why, as a medical doctor being trained at UCSD, UCLA, 
National Institutes of Health, Howard Hughes Medical Institute. This person that went through all that training still got disease myself five years ago. I was overweight. I was diabetic. I was hypertensive. I was on all these prescription medications. And I didn't realize I didn't have the tools to understand what wellness really was. And it wasn't until I, I, I did a deep look into health, understand you know, this concept called epigenetics, which is all this DNA that I'm talking about, to understand a little bit more nutrition, understand a little bit more myself, that I'm like, I started to heal myself by being a little bit authentic, you know, more matched with who I am. It started to beginning by accepting myself, loving myself, and understanding who I really, really was and living that life. Okay, I got to ask you, I got to stop you right because there's so many questions. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, you're blowing my mind, Zach. You know how I get. You know, I'm over here going, hallelujah. I'm over here raising my hand going, okay, Dr. V. So there's a couple, I have to say this word before I forget it. You thought it's genetic. What was the genetic word you said? Oh, epigenetics. Epigenetics. Okay, remember that. Epigenetics. But what I want to do is I've got to ask you an original question because what I'm hearing you say, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. You're saying it's almost, for lack of a better word, maybe this is not the right word, mm-hmm. it's almost a spiritual, emotional thing, and then it's a medical thing, and they combined? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Like, that's well, what I'm well, hearing you say, which I'm excited about. So, so the science is starting to catch up, because we look at our genes, right? There's actually multiple things, but I want to point to two things. We have okay. one thing called telomeres. So telomeres are these- I'm writing this down. Hold on, hold on. Telomeres. (laughs) Telomeres. All right. Is this in your book? It's in my book. Okay. All right. I'm getting the book. Go ahead. Go ahead. So basically what they are, are these caps at the end of our DNA that actually protects our DNA from shortening and it protects ourselves from aging. And then it turns out there's certain things that we do to help maintain our telomeres. And there's certain things that help shrink down our telomeres, which- leads us to accelerated aging and disease. Okay. What are those things? Just give us those things. Well, those things are exactly what I talk about in my book. And these are seven major things. They are sleep, nutrition, uh, movement, stress and emotional mastery, our thoughts and mindset, relationship, and having a sense of purpose. Those seven things actually protect your DNA. And also there's this other thing in our DNA um, you know, I don't want to get too medical or technical. It's called the con- conserved transcriptional response to adversity. Basically, there's these stress genes, all right? And they get activated. When they get activated, inflammation goes up, oh, our immunity okay. goes down. That's also s- sets us up for getting chronic disease. And I'm bloated right symptoms. now. I'm bloated and, and inflamed right now. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Those same seven things, you know, if you work on them, can actually quiet down that stress gene. Or, you know, and you optimize them, you actually turn those things off. So within our DNA, they're telling us how we should be living our lives. Wow. And we should be living our lives focused on those seven things and focusing on our authenticity, which is also the spiritual aspect. That's because we have our sleep, nutrition, and exercise. Those are our physical physical energies. Then we have the emotion and stress mastery. That's our emotional energy. Then we have our thoughts and mindset, which is the mental energy. Then, like you just said, we have relationships and community, as well as that sense of purpose, which is really the spiritual aspect. And those things are written in in our DNA. So we just have to give our DNA the the environment and the being that we're meant to be. Oh, I love this. Okay. So I I love how, because I've seen so many people who are like at optimum health, meaning from their physicality, their nutrition and their exercise and all of that. And then they drop dead. 
And then I've seen people who are super, super spiritual because, you know, I grew up in the church and I grew up in a place, you know, and we would just eat like crazy and you'd have the, you know, fried chickens and the da da da. And, you know, they would drop dead. So you're saying it is this mastery and this amazing harmony that's within the DNA that really makes a difference. Absolutely. You basically need all those energies working together to get optimal health, longevity, and what we all want, peak performance as well. Peak performance. Okay. So let's talk about that genetic word that you said, because that, you know, tickled my ears a little bit. Let's, so what, it's called epigenetics. So epi means okay. like, like epidermis is, is the yes. top of our skin. So it means above. Genetics means genes. So what it tells us is this, which is what I shared earlier, is like ultimately what sets the state, you know, how our cells behave, our biology is all determined by how our genes are actually expressed because our gene, it's it's which genes are turned off, which genes are turned on, right? So you've got a set of DNA for mom and dad, but not every single gene is played at any time. It's just like the, the entire play of a playbook, you know, on the field, you, you have to pick the right play to play at the right time. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to win the game. The same goes on with our genes and our DNA is constantly listening to its environment in, ter- in order to figure out which genes are played. And its environment is dictated by those seven factors that I told you. Okay. Those seven factors are energies that our DNA constantly lis- listens to. If you optimize those seven things, then you, you're playing your genes in such a way to give you optimal health, longevity, and peak performance. You give it the wrong energy. Your, 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 your DNA thinks that there's danger. And guess what? When there's danger, inflammation goes up, immune system goes down, chronic symptoms, chronic disease. If you optimize those seven things, you optimize your health, you could handle it much, much better. Um, but when you say optimize your health in those seven things, I'm stressed out. <laughs> is it is it easy? Like it's already stressing me out to how to is how can we do that in an easy, natural, you know, manageable way? Well, here's the cool thing. Here's the cool thing about how how this all works is you can list down each one of those things that could could potentially help to improve your health, and you pick the thing that has the lowest barrier of entry for you. Ooh, right. The lowest, the easiest thing for you right. to do is it is it 10 push-ups? Is it journaling before you go to bed? Is it uh. having a meditation routine? And the thing is, do that one thing first. Forget about everything else. Work okay. on that one thing. Once you build that into a habit, energetically, your hormones will start to change. You'll start to notice different growth factors that are happening biologically in your body. You're going to start to feel a shift in your body. Mm. All of a sudden, you worked in this new habit your body starts to feel different. So the next thing you tackle is going to be easier. Makes sense. All those things are energetically connected. So one, I say, d- don't you know, have the overwhelm. One, have the awareness that you are in control of how your DNA. Hey, come on know, now. Come on. Say that again, Dr. V. Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to preach it. You're in control. Hello. Of how your DNA is expressed, right? <laughs> you are in control. Can I get an amen? Can I get a Hallelujah. <laughs> Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> that, thank you. So and then good once for you. you know that, then, then just take small yeah. baby steps to get there. Okay. Okay. So Dr. V, how can we, cause I have two children. Okay. Yeah. I have a 14 year old and a 12 year old and they're, they're boys. And so you just fill in the blank with all the craziness of my life. How can I start introducing this kind of thinking, this kind of set, these seven steps into my children's life? There's a lot of parents listening right now. They're going, they're overwhelmed. Kids have so much pressure. You know this. Social mm-hmm. media, school, all this win, 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 win mentality. Mm-hmm. How can we incorporate these seven things into our kids' lives? Is it the same way, or do you have any tips and tricks for that? Well, some sometimes you know, sometimes you know, definitely for adults, they they get to a point where they're 
they've got brain fog or, or oh, they're overweight. I'm, I'm, they've yeah. got the symptoms and they, they, they're reaching out for help. So that's a great question. How do you reach your kids? And I yeah. think one, we really need to listen to them and to see what motivates them. Okay. Right. And then when you see what motivates them, what lights them up, number one, that's going to put you in tune to sort of like the spiritual things in their life. Yeah. What, what lights them up? Because if you could tap into that, because, you know, we could talk about purpose in a second, how, how to rediscover. Our I want purpose. to, I want our to. kids, our kids know that because purpose is really being the most authentic version of ourselves, tapping into the things that bring us joy mm. and then sharing that with our community. That's what purpose is. So we know the things that light them up and we listen to them and we encourage that one, they're going to be lit up to do that. But you say, Hey, how do you do that better now? This thing right. that brings you so much joy whether whether it be teaching, whether it be playing a sport, whatever those things are, well, naturally they're going to want to get better at it. Yeah. So if you have something that is a carrot for them, you can say, "Oh my God! If I if I start to sleep better, all of a sudden I could shoot better in basketball, and, and I want to make the basketball team." Or say, you know, say you know, say they want to be a YouTuber and they want to share their voice and their message, right? If if you start to focus on maybe what lights them up, what brings them joy, and you realize that. Focusing on these seven things will give them more of that. That will be the care, and they'll start to listen to that. I I love what you just said. What lights you up? You know, it's so funny, Doctor V. I was actually having this moment today as I was working in my office, and there was just this one little thing. Um, I love to create, and so I just created this little logo to go on this small beauty item that we are we are manufacturing right now. And when I did it. I was I was excited. I was I can't tell you. I mean, it lit me up and I'm thinking, this is weird. You know what I'm saying? It was just that little bit of thing. But you're saying we can find that in everything that we love to do, right? Absolutely. Like, let's explain that to people because Woo! we do it. We I got cold chills too. Yep. We experience it, but we don't recognize that we're experiencing it. Does that make sense? Yes. Like yes. I had a pause moment and said, Ooh, this feels good. Yeah. Okay. So lose so think. Again, the things that make you feel good, those yeah. are wired into your DNA. Now, some of it, we got programmed into like desiring certain things that, that, that don't really make us feel good. Right, right, right. Open right. But there are natural things, particularly in kids. Natural highs. Because they know. Mm -hmm. They know yeah, the they, things. And then, and then we as adults say, hey, you know what? You're spending way too much time doing that one thing that makes you feel great. You should start doing these right, other right. things. Right, balance, balance. Right? Yeah. Right? So it's so important because- you know, I'm going to go like one of those seven things is stress and emotional mastery. So let me tell you that the emotions of anger, fear, resentment, <sighs> hate, you know, uh, worry, anxiety, all those things actually turn on that, those stress genes in your body. Poison. Whereas emotions of love, of joy, of gratitude, of being lit up, those positive vibrational emotional states, those are actually anti aging medicines. And the, the strongest, ele most elevated emotion at all is the emotion of gratitude. That turns on all these things in your body and it's so healing. So it is so important that you talk about feeling lit up ab about what you do because what-, what I love that. Because the purpose of the thing that actually lights you up the most and then just sharing that with the world, that's bringing it in community, bringing other people, sharing the authentic version of you the happy version of you, which is again in your DNA. Yeah. It's when you try to live a life that's, you know, different from what you, you know, what you know. Who you really are. Yeah. Exactly. That brings yeah. you that dissonance and stress. But don't you think that's the ultimate commodity? I think everybody is looking for, you know, we always chasing money or, you know, we're taught, like yeah. you said, we're programmed 
to chase money, to chase fame, to chase likes, to chase yeah. sex, to chase whatever. Yes. And and really what we're really what will satisfy us is that purpose that you're talking about. But it's yeah. an overused word, Dr. V. I mean, I, if I hear purpose one more time, I'm just Absolutely. Gonna like wah, wah, wah. You, you know, know what I'm saying? So purpose is is pretty important when it comes down to our health because purpose again if you got a deep sense of purpose, the studies show you live seven years longer. Wow. You lower your risk of getting the number one killer in America, which is heart attack and stroke, cardiovascular disease. If you happen to be in a hospital, purpose actually reduces your, your hospital stay. So purpose is important. But like you said, it could be the super word, like finding my purpose. Oh my God. I remember once <laughs> I found out the information that purpose did so well, I was like in this analysis of paralysis in my head. Like what is <laughs> right, purpose? Right, exactly. But it actually doesn't have to be so difficult and, and, and is actually rather quite simple. It's not really okay. about finding find purpose. It? You know, it's about remembering, you know, the Shut purpose. up. Right? Remembering who you Ugh. are, remembering the things that bring you joy, remembering all those things. And you, if you remember that and you live that way and you just share you with the world. So here, here it is. Your purpose is you. Mm. Your purpose is you. Mm. You need to say that one more time because I'm sitting here thinking on that. Your purpose is you. It is. Yeah, that's it. It is quite simple. And it, it's so funny that we're talking about anti-aging and how to you know, live this optimal human life that we're so blessed to have. I mean, we really are. And, yeah. and one of the best you know, times in life and one of the best nations in life. And I mean, I mean just, yeah. just we're really blessed. But... It, when you say this gratitude and this purpose and these seven things, what would you say the first small step we can take mm -hmm. to turn the clock back, to start this reverse aging? We're always saying anti-age, but I don't, right. I'm not hearing you say anti. I'm hearing you're saying, you know, remember, embrace, you already mm -hmm. are. Yeah. What is that? Why did you, how did you come up with that? Well, it was basically, you know, having to overcome the gift I was given of disease, right? Mm. The gift of, you know, so here's the other thing with, with purpose too. I want to, was one, one quick point. Yeah, Not only is it just, you know, sharing the most authentic version of yourself, your yeah. purpose is actually the, the gifts of the struggles in your life that you have overcome now that you've got a, now you've got a superpower because you've overcome this one thing. And I realized this, like I wanted to be, you know, the speaker before when I was a kid and wanted to be, go in the media. It was already thing, there. It was already there. Right. Um, but it was actually get, you know, then I was gifted with being overweight, diabetic, hypertensive. Right, right. I needed shoulder surgery. I wasn't able to do surgery for, 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 you know, a couple of months. And the woman I thought I was going to marry left me for another man. How are they gifts? Because they allowed me to go through the journey to understand what true healing really, really was. Mm. And then once you recognize that, you're like, oh, okay, what are the other things I need to do? So you look at those seven things and again, do the easiest thing first. That's how you start because anything that feels like a big resistance, particularly you're when, you're, when you're a state where you're not ready to do that, you're not going to enjoy it. So pick the easiest thing to do. Once you do that, you're going to build energetic momentum. One, you're, you're going to build a positive feedback loop saying, wow, I was able to do something. It feels pretty good. Let, let me get the next thing now. And then that's just going to add to that. And that's how all these things came together. And yes, it was a lot of, now there's a lot of additional research in, in both science and medicine that's telling us, you know, uh, of, of how our destiny is encoded in our genes. Uh, you know what? I believe that. That's your next, next book. I really do. That's your next yeah. book. But you write, you talk about a side hustle. And I hear that a lot. Like everyone's like my side hustle. And actually I had a, a friend call me today 
talking about her side hustle and her business yeah. and all that and how, you know, her passion is her side hustle, but she's having to work a full-time job. And I did that for decades yeah. before I achieved, you know, what I'm doing and what I love now. Mm-hmm. How important is a side hustle and how do you live out your passion through that? That's a great question. Well, the the first thing I, I ask is this, is are you already living a life and, and, and vibrating because you are in a job that you love? Because mm. if you're already in that state, you've reached sort of nirvana. Uh, yeah. But I think many people probably aren't, are not. They're you know, not. You're, 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 you're told you. to get a certain job, you're, you're, you're stuck somewhere. And you're like, how do I start to switch out of that? And so one, I would probably say, you know, just like treat it as a side hustle first, because being broke is, 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 is not, not pleasant. <laughs> it's going to bring stress about, and the stress is going to bring uh, more issues. But one thing is when you, when you do something else, Again, find the activity that's going to light you up a little bit. Yeah, a, I love that. Join your life, right? You start to do that. All right. That in itself, you know, it might not pay you at first, but that energy and emotion that you get. I mean, why do we want to be rich? Because it's a commodity, taught, it's a payment. Yeah. We're, it we're, pays taught, you. we're taught it's, it's going to make us feel a certain feel good. way. And there's nothing that, right? better than that. Right. So if you can feel good doing that, number one, that is your reward. And guess what? Once you start to do that and you, you know, you really are doing that thing, you're like, oh my God, I'm connecting with all these people. How can I serve more people doing that one thing? Mm-hmm. And automatically your side hustle will start to kind of grow organically. And it won't be, okay, I'm doing this other thing because I hate my job, but I really need to make money from this side hustle. That's giving way too much pressure for yourself. So have the side hustle to one, you know, complete that part of you, bring those extra emotional, you know, good feelings in your life, have that be that case. And I think the more you do it that way, the, the ideas to come to be able to serve more people with your side hustle will come in. And then when you are vibrating in such a way in the side hustle, you're feeling so good. People, you, you're going to attract people in. And guess what? The dollars are going to come in that way as well. The, the, money, follows the, the, the money follows the passion. The money exactly. follows the purpose. I say that all the time and I totally agree. Yeah. We chase the wrong things, right, doctor? Absolutely. You know, the, the, you know, the Dalai Lama had this quote, or they attributed it to this story of the Dalai Lama when he was asked what he found most interesting about humanity. Mm. And he says, man, because he would sacrifice his health in order to make money and then sacrifice his money to recuperate his health. Health. It's and just a cycle. So many of the, my clients come to me, you know, for that exact thing. They've, they've reached, you know, this outside thing of success and money. Mm-hmm. And like, why am I not fulfilled? I got everything, but yeah. yet I'm fat, I'm overweight. I've got diabetes or pre-diabetes, Dr. V, now, now you need to help me. Yeah. Oh gosh, Dr. V, we need you. Okay. So I want you to tell everyone listening, including myself, Dr. V, is this, to have this optimal health, this optimal life, I'm going to get emotional. Yeah. I got to take a minute because I'm, this is, because what you just said really touched me because I've been working so hard for so long. Mm. Um. And I've reached a level of success and I'm very proud of it. But am I, what did I sacrifice to get there emotionally, mentally, physically? And so it's this, this big reevaluation, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what's one thing you can tell people that gives us hope in living the, I think, it, it, you know, Dr. V, Zach, Zach, you can too. I think everybody just wants to be, have meaning. Yeah. And they want that meaning to be validated. Mm. And um, they want to be loved. Yeah, I just think that's I think that's what we all have in common. I don't care where you're from. 
And, yeah. and, and, and but if you bleed red and you're a human being, I think even animals want that. I mean, I just think that in, we just want that. What is one thing you could share with the audience and myself and Zach? Like, yeah, everybody listening, how can we get that, Doctor V? Yeah, I think if you're starting, if, if you've got maybe symptoms in your life or you're feeling like things are off, remember one thing: that's not you. The true you is full of love, and if you are aligned with that, you're going to receive more of that. And you are your best medicine. So you it. You it. Okay. God, Zach. Oh my gosh. Man, I'm in love with this. I'm in love with Doctor V. Oh, I'm getting his book, everything. I mean, okay. it doesn't hurt that he's like a hunk. <laughs> he does. He's a hunk of burning love. I mean, he really is. Uh, what? A, and, and just, Dr. V, you're just such a real talker. You know, most people who are MDs in, in, in the medical profession, I mean, you're so accomplished, not only with your books, but, you know, UCLA, you have so much training. But really, I just feel like you're one of us. You know, you're fighting and challenging and, you know, inspiring all of us. And that's what it's, you know, that, that thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you. I mean, I, I think we, we, we each have been gifted uh, things in our life to be able to make us better people so that we could be aligned with who we are. And then we share our gifts and we all have gifts. So um, I'm glad you guys are doing what you guys are doing. Well, you just got to you it. That. Yeah, you exactly. it. I love that. Okay. So we can't let you go because, you know, this is LOL. So we all need right. to LOL with you a little bit because is laughter, you know, Laughter does good. Does the body good like a medicine? I mean, that- oh, absolutely. Laughter is medicine. We can go into the science, but it's going to bore you. But yes, laugh more. <laughs> and I love to laugh. I love to laugh till I pee on myself. And that's an aging thing. But well, that's another show, Dr. V. You have to come back on that. <laughs> okay. So we have this thing called rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a question. Don't think about it. The first okay. thing comes to your mind, pop out. I don't care how ridiculous it is. Okay. All right. Does it have to be one word or one sentence? No, honey. Do matter. what you feel. Do what you feel. All right. Okay. Good. What's your favorite movie? Last Emperor. Oh, good one. Oh, that is so good. Why? My oh, I have to know now. Well, now you need to know. Well, when I yeah. was a kid, I wanted to be an actor. And, you know, I grew up in Chinatown, <laughs> LA, and I auditioned for the movie. And, uh, well, a few auditions later, we get a phone call. My mom says, uh, here's, hey, your, your son got the role for the movie. My younger brother, who does not, did not want to do acting, actually went to the audition, took the movie from me, but I'm still very proud of him. And it won the most Academy Awards ever prior to <gasps> Titanic, nine Academy Awards. And it's my best movie. He totally got the movie. He didn't yeah, even yeah, go yeah. to audition for. Isn't see that your purpose finds you. I know, right? <laughs> your purpose finds. Look at you. Look at you right here. I love that. That's great. Okay, if you could be an animal, what would it be? Eagle. Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Oh, me too. Zach, what would you be? Oh, I was hoping you weren't going to ask me that because I have nothing. I uh, a bear. A bear. You would be a bear. Uh huh. Okay. All right. I'm but like a that. cuddly, but like a cuddly bear in hibernation. <laughs> You'd be a bear in hibernation. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I would love to. Hi- you know what? No, yes. you would. Yes, <laughs> please. And that's a whole other show, Doctor. Doctor, talk- I have young kids too, so like we're you know none of us are sleeping. It's a thing. <laughs> Zach is stressed. We need you. We need to. We need to have Doctor be back on about how to manage stress. Okay. Um. Do you really want to be 105 years old, Doctor V? Well, longer. No. 150, 180. Yeah. Well, we, we, we normally think about aging as you get old and decrepit. But what if you could maintain the energy, the youth, the, the service, and the purpose for longer? Are okay. we going to rethink that? And, and well, I think it's possible now. Well, let me just say this. Like, so this is so funny that you're saying 105 because today, um, my son, Bo, who's in the ninth grade, he's taking mm-hmm. Western civilization and he goes to a private like Christian school. Mm-hmm. And he, one of his questions, on his quizzy was how old was the oldest man that's ever lived. And he was 969 years old. 
mm. was in the Bible. Mm. I'm just saying, if you go in 105, let's let's go big or go home. I say yeah, no. Okay, here we go. Wait, but I want to know. Wait, did you say that that's going to be possible to go to like 180? What's I, I think the science is, is is certainly there. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the anti aging field with regenerating new tissues, stem cell work, gene work, and things like that. So uh, we're certainly getting there. Oh well, let me know when you find it. All right, know when you find it. Okay, what what is one thing that um, if we learned about you, we'd be shocked? I whoa, you uh-huh. guys already know. You guys already know I'm a refugee. Uh, you guys already know my brother's story. I was shocked you, you had diabetes. What's that? Oh, I was, was shocked, shocked about. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe people were like, "Oh, wow, you were overweight, diabetic." Yeah, yeah. People. I are can't shocked. even see that about you. I mean, you are just the epitome of perfection. What was your was that, is that family that was a diabetic family oriented yeah, or just food so, the diet so intake? Definitely, it was it was a you know I have a family pre predisposition which is what our genes give us, but we have control over those genes given the environment we give to our genes. And it was so I got the genetic disposition. Then I was not sleeping, I wasn't eating, I wasn't moving, uh, and so I, I got it very very early at the age of you know thirty six, thirty seven. But I was able to reverse it in six months when I figured it out. Oh my god! All right, I'm definitely calling you. Okay. Um, do you have any secret talent you'd like to share? I karaoke pretty well. Oh, give, okay. Give us your best karaoke Ooh. line. What's the song? What's your go-to, man? What's your go-to, What's your go-to song? Go-to? Yeah, I want to know. That love and feeling. Woo! Whoa, that love and feeling. <laughs> you lost that love feeling. Now it's gone, 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 gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do, do, do. Oh my gosh, you're good. <laughs> Remind me to never karaoke with you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> I, love thank you very much. I love it. Okay. What is one thing that you do that wastes your time, but you do it anyway? Uh, overthink. Oh, me too. Yeah. Overthink. Zach, yeah, I hate me to too. read your I mean, mail please. right here, but yep. Zach is an overthinker. I have to say million percent. Okay. wonder why that is. You know, um, our, our brains are kind of programmed that way, you know, to seek out danger. Um, and a lot of times we, we just have to recognize, okay, we're going to turn that, you know, part of our brain off, you know, either worrying about the past or the future. No, just be now. Um, so it's there. But when you can recognize it, it's like, okay, you know what? Uh, let, let's get out of there. Uh, yeah, just turn it. Okay. Uh, one last final rapid fire question. Who's your favorite celebrity crush? My favorite celebrity crush would be Kobe Bryant. <laughs> oh, and, that's a good I one. Just, I just remember now be, only because it was his birthday like a day or two ago. And, that's a good uh, one. you know, I, I just love the work ethic the and who he became as a man. I mean, certainly he went through his trials and tribulation with, yeah. with, with, you know, rape cases and things like that. But knowing that you can overcome that to constantly evolve to become a better person and, you know, look, the guy that he's become, not in the basketball world, but when he retired, the father he became, you know, uh, you know, you know uh, fighting for like um, w- women's sports and, and, and creating things for the next generation. I found that very inspiring. So celebrity crush, Kobe Bryant. I love that. And I think it's a perfect way to end today's uh, discussion because he, he truly did live his passion, live yeah. his purpose. And it Absolutely. came out. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. V. I love you already. I can't wait to get the book. Tell us how we can get a hold of you, your podcast, your books. How can we get more of Dr. V? All right. So uh, if you want a book or if you want a sample of the book, 
Go to thrivestatebook.com. You could find me on my website, which is K-I-E-N-V-U-U.com. And I'm all over social media, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, at KienVuMD. The podcast name is Thrive State Podcast. And I uh, hope to meet some of your, your, your audience over yes. in my world. Yeah. They're, I'm telling you, we needed what you were um, throwing down today. We really Thank did. You. I love you so much. Will you come back? Absolutely. All right. Thank yeah. you so much, Dr. V. Great. We love you. Thanks for having Thanks me. Thanks a lot, Bye. Dr. V. LOL, Kim Gravel. LOL, Kim Gravel. Yeah. Kim. So, Zach, I thought it was interesting that, you know, he said, I said, do you want to live to be 105? And he said he wanted to live even way longer. And, you know, my dad is going to absolutely listen to this episode to soak it all in because he is that person. Like he wants to live forever or as long as he possibly can. Like my dad soaks up every bit of life to the fullest and he's a health nut. He's a freak about it. I mean, he's always on top of it. Um, so I think he would want to live to be older than 105, but would you, would you want to live to be oh, older? Kim, I was so hoping you were going to ask me this. I don't <laughs> well, know, you know if I want to. You. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that, yes, I would love to if I was healthy, right? No, that's a good point. Okay, so let me rephrase the question. Would you want to live to be older than 105, 105 if you were relatively healthy and didn't have a lot of medical concerns? That's a, that's a fair thought. I'm into it. Let's do it. Like, if you could, like, give me the bionic legs, give me the, <laughs> give me whatever really? I need. And like, yeah, let's do it. Why not? What, where are you on this? Like, do you want to live? Well, you know, I, I don't know that that's a big question because, you know, of course I, you know, I believe in the afterlife and I believe in heaven and I believe in all that. So for me, you know, I don't want to miss that either. So, you know, I right. want, but at the same time, I mean, I think I'm like you, as long as I'm healthy, I want to live as long as I can where I'm healthy, but yet still contributing, you know, to my family, to right. my community. Because I think that's a big part of living well. It's not just breathing. It is about how we make a difference, you know, how we, you know, operate in our communities and our families and in our situations. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah, that also makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't want to just be retired for like 200 years. No. Oh, Lord, no. No, absolutely not. Although my mom and dad are retired and they love it. And they were, they were not workaholics, but they, they were workaholics, but in a healthy way. Um, and I thought, oh, they're, I don't know. What, what are they going to do with their life when they retire? But dude, they are living their best life. Okay? That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. But like, like my parents really accomplished a lot and they feel like, you know, and they're still operating in their purpose. I mean, they're still, like I said, they're still contributing, you know, to their churches, to their communities, to their families. Um, they still work. It's just not, you know, for financial gain. I mean, you know, my mother's a Belle by Kim Gravel and Belle Beauty model. I mean, she's on TV. She's 74. Yep. She's on TV almost, you know, once and a she's month. She's killing it, by the way. She looks great. Uh, people, and people are looking at aging differently. Remember when, I don't know about you, but when we were coming up, I mean, if you were 40, you were basically old and ancient and over. But now, like 70 is like, oh, you're just getting started. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how different people look at aging now. I think we're more accepting about just like meeting people where they're at. People are people, Zach. Right? It don't matter how old you are. It don't matter what color you are. It don't matter what you, you know, all of that does not matter. It doesn't matter your, your race, your gender. It's just, if, are you a good person? You know, are you right. making a difference in your community and in your life? That's, you know, I mean, 
we got to quit all that mess. Age is just a number, you know, it is just a number. It's all in how you think about yourself. Don't you think? Yeah. Listen, I I say if you're healthy, if you're active, if you um, are contributing, live on and live well. But I do believe in plastic surgery. That's just a full disclaimer. Sorry. All right. (laughs) So the key is I don't mind living longer if I don't look like I'm living longer. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. You don't want to look like. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to look like the Crypt Keeper. Okay. Okay. No, it's not the Crypt Keeper. Go watch Death Becomes Her. Is it Death Becomes Her? Is that that movie with uh, Goldie Hawn and uh, Meryl Streep? Hold on. Oh, yeah, I think it is. Yep. Oh, no. Death Becomes Her. That's y'all got to go watch that movie. If we have to age looking like that, no. If I have to super glue my head back on, uh-uh. that's a good movie. You've never seen that movie? No, I haven't. I'm going to have to check it out. Oh, you have to go see it. It's cute. It's okay. cute. I love Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn. They're two aging women and they, uh, they try to live forever. Oh, yeah. I had a huge, huge crush on Goldie Hawn's daughter, Kate Hudson. Yeah. Goldie Hawn is aging well. Oh, yeah. Like, my mom's aging well. They're both in their 70s. So, you can age well. I don't know if you can live forever, but you can age beautifully, for sure. I actually, I'm starting to realize that if we're going to be living that long, you know who's really going to make out is the plastic surgeons. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm, I'm really praying and asking Travis if I can put one on retainer. I'm all for it. Snip, tuck, erase those lines and turn back the hands of time. Yep, I'm in there. (laughs) You know, whether we live forever or not, Zach, living well is probably what we need to focus on. And that uh, we want everyone to do is live out loud, love out loud, and laugh out loud well. I love it. I love it. Yeah. See y'all. Bye. If you love the show, make sure to follow LOL with Kim Gravel in your favorite podcast app. New episodes come out every Thursday. Kim Gravel. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Guest booking by Susie Munson. Head to lolkim.com for more information and to join our mailing list. Thanks for listening.